Trent, we have you on? Yeah, what's up, man? How you doing? Good. How are you? Good, man. Just enjoying the sunshine, getting ready for the summer, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. Any big plans for the fourth? Uh, you know, just mainly just family, man, and, you know, hanging out with relatives and, you know, fireworks, you know, the traditional 4th of July extravaganza. <laughs> Definitely. Well, I just wanted to say thank you for uh, coming to bless the podcast as we, uh, you know, are just launching just in our infancy. So um, it's a huge honor to have you on. I'm a big fan. Um, we talked about, but uh, uh, really appreciate it, man. No problem, man. No problem. So I just kind of want to start with you were just at a uh, Wiz Khalifa concert, right? Oh no! It was actually uh, Rich the Kid. Was uh, Rich the Kid past weekend? Yes, yeah. yeah. was Rich the Kid. Yeah. And you said you've been a long-term Rich the Kid fan, right? Absolutely, man. I love his music, man. You know, uh, you know, a lot of people listen to people for different reasons, but I, you know, I'm on the Abundance track right now, so he talks a lot about prosperity, man. So that's you know that's really influential. You know what I mean? So. With that in mind, who would you say are like three um, hip hop artists that you most relate to because of what they're talking about in terms of subject matter, content? Yeah. Right, right, yeah, hip hop, man. That's that's like I grew up on hip hop, so those those are always going to be my top artists. But um, uh, number one is um, definitely like uh, Big Sean, mm-hmm. uh, absolutely, Rick Ross, you know. And, um, you know, Rich the Kid, because, you know, those guys kind of, they, they give you a lot of hope, man. You know, a lot of hope and how to achieve success. You know, that's pretty much how their lyrics are created, you know, off of, off of the prosperity concept, you know. Now is, I'm I'm getting it mixed up, so forgive me, because I, I've been, you know, I watch a ton of your content. So I, I did see a video, I thought it was newer, where you were like, um, you had just come from the Wiz Khalifa concert, and you said he was from your hometown. Was that actually Rich the Kid? Yeah, yeah. Rich uh, the well, Kid's from your hometown? Okay. Well, no, he's not from my hometown or whatever, but he was in my hometown. And um, okay. I mentioned Wiz Khalifa because he's supposed to be coming to my hometown, like, in the next uh, week or so. Okay. So you're getting all of them in. Yeah, well, you know, this this um holiday week, man, you know, it's just bringing a lot of attractions, you know. And so you said it, attraction. I would say that's like the crux of how I've come to know you. And I think a lot of people have come to know your um, content and your brand. So tell us, yeah. for people who don't know about the law of attraction, let's really get into it. Well, the law of attraction, man, it's like, uh, you know, once upon a time, I didn't really know the law of attraction existed. All to find out that this this is basically about energy, you know. That's like for a long time, you know, I used to be like the type of person who I blamed others for my situation. I didn't really take responsibility for my own actions. It's pretty much cynical all around, you know, every day, man. Um, just a negative attitude, you know, from the moment I woke up in the morning to the time I went to sleep at night, it was just like a lot of negative energy, you know, was upon me and I didn't know really I didn't really know why or how I could diagnose it, get rid of it and stuff like that. And so 
you know, when I came across, you know, what they call today, it's like the law of attraction. It kind of like, it kind of like highlighted, you know, all the, all the things that I needed to do to like make my life better. And it actually worked, bro. So I'm like, yo, so you mean to tell me if I don't think about like negative thoughts, they'll go away. And so I actually started doing it, doing it. But not only did I start to do it for myself, but I also, it was so exciting. I actually tried to tell other people like how to do it too. And so um, I was finding that even other, it was working for other people. So I knew that it wasn't a gimmick. You know, it wasn't like something that just only I could like learn how to start implementing in my life. But like I saw that other people was like gaining interest in it too. And I'm like, yo, this really works. You know, mind power, you know, feelings, thoughts. I'm like, okay, this, you know, once upon a time I used to think it was weird, man, to talk about stuff like that because of how I grew up, you know, my culture, you know, and, and you know, the status of our culture right now, you know, and, and you know, it was like not cool to talk about the positive things, man. You know, he was a lame guy. You would be lame if he talked about good stuff, you know, like you considered goofy or you know, yeah, an outcast, like, a loser, you weird, you know. Yeah, like, Nah, you're not tough. You're not tough enough, man. It's too pretty, man. It's too beautiful. You can't say the word beautiful. <laughs> you get beat up for saying that word, man. Yeah. Like, yo. <laughs> so, like, this is wonderful. Yeah, like, your even your vocabulary has to change because right. of environment. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So that's how I that's how I really started to get into like the dynamics of like uh, attraction and stuff like that. So how did you first learn about the law of attraction? Uh, well, you know, it just, it, you know, at that point on my journey, man, that's when, you know, YouTube became like the, the cornerstone of like uh, media and content, you know, and everybody was getting tired of paying their cable bills and stuff like that. And, you know, cell phones was on the market real hard too. Everybody wanted a new latest flip phone. Then it upgraded to the touchscreen. And all this time, at the same time, this is when YouTube was really, like, jumping off the ground and, you know, it was getting big. And so um, that's when I just started to watch YouTube because I stopped watching TV because of the negative energy that was, like, being portrayed on television. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's like every channel, like, even on commercials, man, or whatever, like, everywhere you turn, I'm trying to make my life better. So I was trying to do every, everything that I could think of to, like, stay away from negative energy. And I knew I had to shut off the TV. So I had, in order to shut off the TV, I had to watch something else that, you know, would have given me the power to, like, tune into anything I want. And that was YouTube. So, like, you, you don't, you know, you don't, you don't have to watch what you don't want to watch on YouTube because you can watch what you want to watch. So right. it's like that's how the YouTube thing came into play. And so from that point on, man, it's like just no television. And, but just watch being able to watch anything that you want to watch. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like the way I I kind of I've always kind of known about the law of attraction, but being able to apply it to my life is something that I don't think I really took uh seriously until recently. You know, I would say like in the last twenty four months. Like I feel like I had to like hit rock bottom in order to kind of be like maybe there's something to this maybe it is my my mind because you know i'm someone who considers myself a pragmatist and so i'm like i don't i like to plan things out and sometimes that's scary when it's like things will happen on their own time frame the universe is going to work the way the universe works right exactly 
Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, well, you know, you just, you know, speaking on your situation, you just have to, you just have to like, kind of like balance it out, you know, balance out the Libra scales, man. You know, of course you're going to have to plan things out. Like, you know, this interview has to be planned out. I have a client that I had to plan out a call with today, but she stays in a different time zone. Some things have to be planned out, but for the most part, you got to keep in, in the back of your mind that, hey, maybe what if my plans go wrong? You know, what if something happens and I'm not able to make this phone call? I mean, it's always got to be in the back of your head lingering, like, okay, um, I'm not going to take this serious, but I am to keep in mind that, you know, um, there are other forces at play here, and I just have to be able to flow with whatever happens. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, and so this is something that I hear often, and I'm sure you do as well. What's the difference between being an optimist and actually practicing the law of attraction? Uh, uh, could you be a little bit more specific? Like people who are just always um, looking at, you know, they're just optimistic 24-7. You know, they're the people, you know, there's people who are labeled as, you know, uh, optimists versus uh, cynical uh, versus uh, what's another kind of label that you gets thrown out, but versus someone who is really just promoting positivity. Uh, yeah, I see what you mean. So you mean like, uh, you know, like a, a optimistic person who's being positive, but they don't really know about the law of attraction. Yeah, believe me. Yeah, I think you know. I, I think that a lot of people are using it unconsciously. Okay. You know, I think that a lot of people. I think that a lot of people are manifesting things to them unconsciously. You know, maybe it's because of upbringing. You know, some people were raised by people that were super positive. You know, told them they could achieve anything they want. So they were they were raised around, you know, maybe somebody who was really, you know, influential in their life. Um, maybe there's a, uh, you know, some people have public figures in their family that they look up to. You know, it's just, I've seen it firsthand, you know, some people are just positive for no reason, man. And it's like, they live in the life of their dreams. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of people are also wondering, like, how do they do that, though? But at the end of the day, that's really all it takes. That's, that's really all it takes. It's just, you know, just creating that character, that image, you know, changing your, your self-worth, you know, and just always doing the best you can to refrain from any negative energy. And then, you know, being optimistic will kind of tie into just the whole manifesting what I want type of thing. Because, I mean, you're going to get what you want. You know, when you're acting like that, when you have the attitude, you're going to get what you want, man. People are going to like you. People are going to tell other people about you. Uh, you're going to, you know, people are going to hold the door open for you when you walk in up to the clothing store with a nice smile on your face. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, it love attracts so much goodness, man. You know? So, a part of the law of attraction is uh, manifestation, right? So, can you yep. kind of talk to us a little bit more about that? And, you know, you're, I would say, like one of the premier experts on manifestation. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, when you want to manif- like one of the biggest questions that people ask me when it comes down to manifestation is, when will it come? When will it come? And 
you know, that happens, that, that derives from like just this anxiousness of wanting, you know. Uh, but if you if you've actually seen the law of attraction work for you to manifest things already, then that question should not be a question. You know, it should more so just be like, okay, I know, I know it's going to come. Um, I've seen things come to me that I've wanted before. So I know that the universe will actually give me what I want. But I think that, uh, I think that a lot of people got to have to exercise the principle of patience and, you know, just having patience, just being patient. Um, and that that ain't easy. Patience is a virtue. It's not easy. Yes. It's something that you know it has to, because I'm still to this day like if somebody is in front of me driving like super slow and they're on a the cell phone and they have a rear view mirror, but it's like they choose to do what they want to do and it's like at times it could piss me off like hurry up, you know. But I will remind myself like, hey, you know what? The law of attraction may be saving you from somebody who's drinking and driving that's going to be like 30 minutes down the road from you, but you don't know that this car is holding you up because the universe is trying to keep you from having an accident from this person that's driving drunk that could hit you. See what I'm saying? Exactly. So so it's a lot of things that are going on behind the scene as to why you are waiting in a long line and this lady up here is shaking everybody out so slow. There's a lot of things behind the scenes that the universe is doing to get you the best results every single day and you know you just have to be the type of person to be able to bear with that force bear with these forces and just know that everything is happening for your greater good every single day every moment of the day and you just have to have patience in order to get these manifestations to come because they always come in 24 7 365 they're always coming but a lot of us, man, we are, we sometimes we get in our, our, our carnal mind, I like to call it the reptilian mind. Like some of us like to get in our survival mode where it's like, mm. we feel like we know so much that we actually distort the whole process with our feelings and emotions of things that are not going our way, failing to realize if we tr put in our trust in the universe, then that means that we trust in something that's way more bigger than us to, to manifest in our life. Yet we still feel like, no, it's supposed to come at five o'clock. I mean, but she might not be ready at five o'clock, though. You know, and if she don't be ready, you're going to get mad. And then you're going to show her that you're mad. And then when she starts talking to you, she's going to feel that energy and she's going to go the other way. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, so let's kind of apply it to ourselves a little bit as an example. Like, you have goals for your youtube channel right you have goals for your life coaching um business and so like i have goals for this podcast for example right right absolutely so balancing the patience what are some practices that we can apply for that like when you're when you get in that frame where you're not entirely believing that the universe is working for the greater good at all times not just some of the time but all times right what can you do right. to remind yourself? Uh, some of the things you can do to remind yourself, man, is is uh, that's a good question, actually. Um, and I don't want to give you a, I don't want to give you like a real simple answer. Um, but if you really want, if you really want to to make this transition in your life, and you really want to change into becoming like a better person, to where you're able to manifest things or basically get what you want when you want it. Um, 
you got to keep in mind that, you know, um, first of all, you don't know everything. You know, you don't know everything. But, you know, some of the practices that you could do is uh, meditate. I started out meditating. You know, I don't really have to do too much of it today. But from time to time, I will. But uh, meditation works. And what that requires you to do is find a nice, quiet space somewhere where there's no distractions, no noise. And you just zone out. Um, whether that's laying down, whether that's setting Indian style, you know, you just pretty much just mute your whole self, like your whole being, you just mute yourself. Don't think about nothing at all. And, you know, in this moment is when you have like really turned off your, all your thinking, all your mental processes and you can actually just live, you know, you can actually just live and feel life. You can hear your own breath. I mean, how, when, how many times do we hear our own breath throughout the day? You know what I mean? So it's like That's a very good question. You know, like, we don't yeah. take that time to just really reflect and be like, I'm alive and be appreciative and grateful of that. Exactly. Exactly. That's a that's a blessing within itself, just being able to breathe. Um, so meditation, I would say, will definitely enhance you to be more aware when you're not aware um, because what meditation does is it it it, it, it it basically if you do it consistently like every other day maybe Mondays Wednesdays and Fridays you do do a ten minute meditation it teaches your mind how to be calm in rough times or it teaches your mind how to be calm when you're feeling upset it it'll just train your your mind to be more relaxed how because you keep going into that state ten minutes uh, ten minutes for every three days of the week. And you just get used to it. You know, you just get used to being relaxed, being calm. And that will definitely help you become more aware when you're not aware, you know? So um, we kind of just touched on, like, getting to a level of calmness, um, catching your breath, and, like, blessings. But, like, how do you work your way to gratitude when you don't feel grateful is that a level that requires programming or is it a gradual sort of process it's it's, it's gradual i'm glad you asked that question that's a wonderful question pete um man you probably have the best questions i ever answered in the interview man i appreciate <laughs> you saying that bro but it's, it's because i've soaked up a lot of game from you man and i always just want to give you uh props for that like you are making an impact in the world in um, terms of all the resources that you provide to all of us. So um, definitely follow this guy. This is someone I, I personally recommend. Appreciate it, man. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I would say, I would say it's a great, it's a gradual thing. It's a gradual thing. And I just talked about this in my video today, the secret law of attraction, what they don't tell you. Yep. It's a gradual thing. You're not gonna. You're not gonna. You're not gonna see uh, how fast the world is turning every day. But it is actually turning. We actually get to nighttime from morning every day. But it's so slow. You don't feel it. It's so gradual. You know. Or when a storm is coming in, you can smell the rain, but you can barely see the clouds moving. But that's that storm is gonna be here in about ten minutes. It's gonna start raining. You know what I'm saying? And so it's the it's the same laws in effect um, with your life every day from the moment you wake up, you have a choice. The universe is going to start giving you like multiple choice uh, 
answers, like A, B, C, D, or L. And all these multiple choice answers are experiences, okay? You might run into a person at the store. You might lose your keys. The phone might ring, and it might be a bill collector. All these different choices are going to present themselves to you every day. They are your manifestations, okay? But they are asking you a question. Do you want to go forward energetically and manifest faster, or do you want to go backward? And so what a lot of people do is they take, like, life literally. You know, it's just like a lot of people who read the Bible and the Quran and stuff like that. They take it literally, failing to realize there's a bigger meaning behind every experience that you are faced with every day. It's basically asking you, are you going to be positive about this? Or are you going to think negative? No. Because as soon as you go into the negative, you're going into the no zone. You're losing yardage on the football field, okay? The whole objective is to gain yardage. Whether you have to throw a dump pass or whether you have to do a post route. You know what I mean? You got to throw you got to throw forward. So, you know, it's just like my dad called me this morning and my dad and I are great friends, but sometimes he could be a little bit nerve-wracking. So, as soon as I get off this call, the universe asked me, okay, Trans, do you want to be mad about some of the things that you disagree with with him? Or do you want to be positive and just go with the flow? And so I choose to go with the flow. And don't you know, when I went to see him, we had a great experience together. Because if I wanted to, I could have been talking negative after the phone call. And then when I got to him, he was going to definitely feel it. And I wasn't going to be able to hide all the negative self-talk that I was talking about my my dad, my best friend, when I met him. See what I'm saying? So, you get to play with this energy all day long. And the more of it you're able to gain, the more of it you're able to have, the more you're able to manifest faster for the next day. See what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, I have to say this real quick. Like, I, like, meditated and thought of, like, one, when I was thinking of interviews or discussions to have with people who I wanted to bring on the podcast uh, I wrote your name down so I was setting my intentions for that right and then you know contacting you you know I I almost didn't do it that day but I was just like you let me just try it and then you were always so receptive and like down for it and uh, open it was you made it a very seamless process like not um, difficult at all like and I, I appreciate yeah. you for that. And then right before we got on the line, I said uh, I meditated for a little moment and was just like, I'm going to have the best interview. Uh, it's going to be productive. And that's what we're having so far. So I shout out to the universe for that. Yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. Um, but you, you've kind of shared how um, – your background and like you know all families have issues and drama unfolds or whatever but how there was a point in time when you were really holding that in and can you kind of like share how um the law of universal attraction or um just gratitude or whatever made you have that shift where you were able to um, restore and rebuild all those relationships to now where you're very close with your family. Yeah, uh, and that's you know I'm glad this is another great question of all the great questions you've asked, man. Um, 
I think that I think that uh, I would say that eighty percent of individuals today are dealing with that same issue. Absolutely. Um, that issue is uh, dysfunctional families, um, and the reason why that is occurring is because we're living in a time right now where you know uh, technology is at an all-time high, um, and you have uh, a generation that grew up where they didn't have that opportunity, where they didn't have the opportunity to have Mac, lap, Mac laptop computers or, you know, iPhone XRs and, and it's, everything is so digital. So that generation, you know, the the time to catch up is not as fast, not as fast as us, man. And uh, I would say, you know, us millennials, um, we are more, um, receptive to the new technology that we are presented with every day, man. From like 4K Ultra HD HD TVs, you know, to like uh, shoes with pumps on them, and, and you know, just all kind of new little new gadgets and stuff, man. That we are able to like use, and they don't. So basically, um, information for us is easy to obtain. So we learning all this information like so fast and they still kind of like know what they know from when they was growing up, which is not any better than us or ours is any better than theirs. It's just that two different collective consciousness are trying to understand each other's way of life. And um, that creates dysfunctional relationships, man, whether that's sons and daughters i mean you know like sons and mothers uh fathers and daughters like it's it's a dysfunction going on but it's all about you know somebody got to be a bit of bigger person to be able to step up and say hey i understand that you know we're nobody's not ever really gonna ever see eye to eye it's just that we have differences and we have to, somebody has to step up and say you know what i'm gonna be a little bit submissive and let this person you know kind of like take you know, take the, you know, torch and, you know, I'm going to try to listen to what they have to say, even though I know more than them, you know what I mean? Or even though I know, you know, how to do this a little bit more easier, I'm just going to actually, like, see what they have to bring to the table, even though I might not like it, you know what I mean? And so, that's what I did, man. I just, you know, was like, you know what, I mean, I'm not going to be able to, like, tell everybody how to do things easier. So since they, you can't change nobody, the only thing you can do is, you know, lead by example, man. Right. You know, um, you got to get to a point where, like, if you're having um, family problems or relationship problems, you know, or you know, problems with your parents, you got to get to a point where it's like, okay, I'm not going to tell them. I'm going to show them. Because when you show, it's, it's that's more acceptable than you telling somebody how to do something. So that's what I did. I started, I stopped talking. I started being about more action. And the more that momentum built up, more, more people was beginning to see like, you know what, I ain't, this boy ain't playing. And so, you know, when you start to get results from all that action, that's when people come asking, how are you doing this? Without having to come to me and get help from me. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. how are you doing? without having to depend on me you said the example uh stimulates yeah. curiosity and curiosity will stimulate a conversation and then from there you can have the opportunity to influence absolutely yeah 
Exactly. It, it, that's and that's how if you want to make a change when it comes to family or relationships, that's what you got to do nowadays. People don't want to hear you talk about it. They want to see results. Okay. You know, and that's just the way our society is. You know, it, it actually sucks that we have to like show and and and, and you know then get respect. But that's just the way people are, man. You, you pull out some money, they're like, oh, my gosh, I'm willing to listen to you now. Right. You know, you could be saying the same things as before, but it just doesn't hold validity mm-hmm. until they see some sort of value, right? Right. And then when they see some material, like, forms of, like, energy, then it's like, okay, how are you doing it? I'm willing to listen. I'm your uncle. You know what I mean? I've always been here for you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> definitely, definitely. So, like, I kind of want to touch on the, um, like, the fact that how is it to experience traveling on such a large scale or with such frequency? Um, um, you may have to rephrase it a little okay. bit, Pete. So, you, you know, you, you met, you're manifesting trips right now. You're going all over the place. You're very mobile. What does that do for your level of thinking or your, your conscience? Oh man. Wow. It actually raises your vibration when you're able to get out of the environments that either you grew up in or, you know, being in environments where you can't thrive. Um, some people are not meant to be in particular environments to where, you know, the energy's like not vibrating on their frequency. Um, that also ties into, you know, why a lot of people can't manifest the things they want. I remember when um, I used to stay with my cousin house um, and, uh, you know, I, I'm cool with my family on both sides, but it's like what we were doing every day was not helping me feel the way I wanted to feel. So I always kept it in the in the back of my mind, you know, I'm going to put myself into a position to where I can travel out of this environment and get around people and go to places that's actually vibrating and oscillating at my frequency. And so, uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta, it takes time, man. You're going to have to, you're going to have to go through the fire. You're going to have to go through obstacles to do that. You know, work your nine to fives. Um, you know, you're going to have to, work for bosses you don't want any but the whole time if you keep that vision in your mind of like where you want to be where you want to go how you want to travel how you want to be mobile it'll eventually uh the path will be opened up for you to be able to like get into that arena of like living and so you know when that started happening for me that's when i knew like you know i was like on to something like entrepreneurial you know i can go here you know, to Florida, or I can travel to Las Vegas, like, boom, like that, and um, when you start to get, when you start getting to that point on your entrepreneurial path, man, that's when you can, you know, that's when you gotta say, you know what, um, I gotta really manage my finances at this point, because it's like, when you break into that, when you break into that lifestyle, it's like, okay, for most of us, we never have ever been places like far away you know like we've never been to big cities you know the only time we see big cities is on tv or in movies 
So it's like when you start to do that, when you start to finally do that, you got to think in a whole different, different perspective now because now you got to manage money, okay? Now you have to manage, like, family time. Now you got to think about, okay, you got to keep this business, you got to keep this business in the proper alignment. You can't go crazy. You can't, you can't, um, you know, mess up your money like MC Hammerway. You know, you got to really make sure that you stay focused on the goal of like your business when you start to thrive in your business. Does that make any sense, Pete? Absolutely. Okay. So, um, I was hearing, this is a concept that I believe in, and I know you believe in it, but reciprocity. Can you talk to us about that principle as a virtue and just a way of living? What is it called again? Reciprocity. Never heard of that term. You've never heard the term reciprocity? Uh, no, I have not. You were talking about it earlier. Well, I don't know if you actually use that word, come to think of it, but you were talking about just how you uh, met someone, right? And you had mm-hmm. such a positive interaction with them. And then from uh, there on, like, they actually, uh, they owned the restaurant, and they were just like, you know what, you're good. You just, you got a water, and, you know, it's on me. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, so that's what they call. Okay, okay. New term. Okay, for lack of terms, because I probably used a term that was was not as good as the one you just mentioned. Reciprocity. Yeah, that is a power within itself because it's not about what you know; it's about who you know. Okay. Um, once again, taking it back to our society, we live in a society where everybody's all about themselves. You know, me, 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 self, 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 I, I, I. What can you do for me, 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 me? So, you know, living in a society where everybody's programmed to, like, think about themselves. If you want to, if you want better things to happen for yourself, you got to do the complete opposite of what everybody else is doing. See what I'm saying? So instead of being a person who's demanding the attention in order to get what you want, give the attention. You know what I mean? Give the compliments, you know. Give somebody a nice, warm smile. Give somebody some new ideas. Ask people, like, where's, what are your goals? You know, that's what I want to know. Absolutely. Yeah, I can hear you. Is it clear? Hello? Yeah. Okay, this is what I'm going to do. Is it really clear? Um, you know what? I'm going to stop and bring us back in. Just just stay there one moment.